0: good morning ladies it is so good to at least be able to communicate with you today and i know that today looks a bit different for us as we are each in our own homes i just want you to know i miss you all and i will be picturing your dear faces as i teach this morning why don't we open in a word of prayer our great god and father We praise your holy name. We worship you in your sovereignty, in the fact that you are all-powerful. You are the mighty, loving God. And we come before you grateful for another day. We thank you for your word. We thank you that in it, we could find our hope and our peace. And I pray that you would... Open our ears, each one of us, to what you would have us hear today. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. How timely, wouldn't you say, our lesson on faith and the shield of faith is? The Lord teaches and his word instructs us how to live in this changing world by and in faith. As Hebrews 11, one tells us, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Having this assurance of what we hope for, that in Christ, we have the hope of eternal life of him with him we have the the hope of heaven that is laid out before us we have the hope uh, that now he is with us and living in us and with us and the conviction of things not seen the things that that we cannot see but we know to be true that God is that he is near that he is with us that he will never leave us these things ladies These things that we hold dear, these assurances and convictions, they move us to live out what we say we believe about God and walking in the conviction and assurance of hope and truth that we hold dear. Believing and being convinced enough to live in them, not just talk about them. Our great God is faithful and trustworthy and has proved to be so over and over and over again. Let us reflect and remember his mighty hand and step out in faith to live in peace in our hearts and our souls and press on to do his will to show his love to those around us. Ladies, we want to share the hope we have in us because of Jesus. He will never change, and in that we stand firm and steady. Lately, I've been in the Psalms, particularly Psalm 112 through 119. This morning, mostly, we will focus on 112. So if you've got your Bibles, you can go ahead and pull those out, and that's where we'll be setting a bit. But this these, this whole little um, chapters of Psalm 112 through 119, over and over and over again, it tells us, praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Again and again, we are thanking him for who he is, his loving kindness. And also in these particularly, particular Psalms, it comes over and over that the blessed man is the one who fears the Lord and who delights in the Lord's commands. He is the, the man who studies the works of the Lord, who reflects and remembers the works of the Lord. And then These great promises of God follow, that he is steady, that man who studies and knows the word and seeks after God and places trust in him, that that man is steady and sure and secure. And I've been mulling over these Psalms because it just reminds my soul of where it is to be, where my focus is to be. My attention is to be turned toward the Lord not what's happening around me. Psalm 112, as I said we would be in. I'll read just some of it here for you. Praise the Lord, how blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Verse 4. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. Verse six, for he will never be shaken. Verse seven, he will not fear bad tidings, bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear. The part of this, of all of this that has just stood out to me, ladies, has really been verse 4. And it says in 112, verse 4, Light arises in the darkness for the upright. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. It brings to mind that this is so because Jesus is our light. I have heard these words similar before, and maybe you have too. Maybe it just struck a chord where that sounds uh, like something you've heard before. Light arises in the darkness. And it takes us to John chapter one, where he's talking about in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That's he's talking about Jesus Christ. And in verse four, he says, in him, in Jesus was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Ladies, Jesus himself also in John eight, verse 12, Jesus himself uses these very words to describe him. Again, therefore, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. Ladies, Jesus is our light. He is the light and life of men. His light arises in the darkness. His light brings clarity and healing and hope and joy. It dispels, it pushes back the darkness. We are living in a dark time, a frightening time. And we ourselves can be swallowed up in it if we are not careful and don't put on our armor. But Jesus brings light to our hearts and our minds and our souls this verse continues just there at the end light arises in the darkness for the upright for the upright for the faithful it might say for the righteous who can be upright and faithful and righteous well not of ourselves only through Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection and his atoning sacrifice for us as we receive what he alone gives, forgiveness, redemption, salvation for our souls, and hope for everlasting life in the presence of his glorious light forever and ever We are covered in his righteousness. Remember our shield? The righteousness. The shield of righteousness covers us. It is his righteousness that covers us. And remember, we are girded and held upright. We are held faithful. We are held true with his truth, with God's truth with the truth that through Christ we have peace with God, that we are covered with the truth that we are covered in Christ's righteousness. And this peace with God is what we are prepared then to take to others. It overflows from us, this hope, this gospel of peace. All of this and now more because of Christ in us. It is his light we extend. And as the verse continues where it says light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. He's talking about the the upright man is gracious and compassionate and righteous. And we know that it is not our grace and our compassion and our righteousness that we extend to others. It is Christ in us that fills us up and overflows from us. What does this look like today? First, we continue to look to the light, to Jesus, pouring out our hearts to him and keeping our eyes on him. Even if there are uncertainties and fears all around, we are fixed on him. We are focused on the Word of God for truth that will keep us girded and standing firm. We continue to put on the armor of God that He has given us. I was having lunch with a, fr- a couple of friends, uh, Chrissy and Allison, and Allison made the statement. Um, now, this was a this was about three weeks ago, so we have maintained proper social distancing. This was not recent. But Allison had made this statement when we were talking about our study and about the armor of God. And she said, if we don't think we are vulnerable, we won't put the armor on. Did you hear that? If we don't think we are vulnerable, we won't put the armor on. This has this has traveled through my mind often. How can I think I'm not vulnerable? ladies we can easily be sucked into this in our society i think it's sufficiency self-sufficiency at all costs and it feeds right into this i'll take care of things on my own i can handle it i will just get all my ducks in a row or do my spiritual checklist and i'll be fine read the bible check Memorize a verse, check. Go to church on Sunday, check. Check, check, check. But are we letting that permeate our hearts and our souls? Are we going to a place of vulnerability and dependence on God alone? Are we depending on him to light up his word and move in us? Are we depending on him as we read his word? Are we praying and asking the Lord to to push back that darkness that threatens to overtake my mind? Am I thinking that I could stand firm on what I read last week or the sermon I heard a couple weeks ago? A place of vulnerability and dependence is uncomfortable and not a place that we like to go. But we must go there. Who do we think we are? Who do I think I am? It is a fallacy to think that we can do life without God. It's just not true that we can take care of everything and pull God in for the quote-unquote tough stuff. No, this is a lifestyle we cultivate. As we take up our shield of faith and bring everything to him and rely on his leading and direction and trust he is with us and will walk through everything and anything with us. We are in control of so little as this current state of the world has shown. Ladies, we need God's truth girding us, holding us upright or else we will crumble into a heap of fear and anxiousness and we will be paralyzed and living far from his peace. We need his righteousness to cover us and our sin. And we need to remind ourselves that he has done just that, that he has saved us and redeemed us. He has brought us peace with God. And the breastplate of righteousness holds secure in the belt of truth that is wrapped around us and tightened and sure. And our feet are shod with the gospel of peace. We are ready to take that peace because now we are first standing firm in these truths with the belt of truth with the shield of righteousness, with the, with the shoes of peace. And because we are covered in the armor of God, do you hear this, ladies? The armor of God Almighty. We can lift our shield. We can take up our shield and step out in his grace And his compassion and his righteousness, his light shines in and through us to a dark world. This can be a difficult thing to do. I shared with you when I taught last time on the belt of truth, just how the Lord had given me over and over the truth of his word to fear not. The command given more than any other in God's word is fear not or do not be afraid. And remember, we spoke about he just doesn't leave it out there as to just telling us, don't be afraid. Hey, don't be scared. Fear not. Period. But he goes on to say he follows it up. Almost every time. With this, fear not, the Lord your God is with you. Fear not, God Almighty is at your side. Fear not, the Lord your God will never leave you. As soon as he gives the command, do not be afraid or fear not, boom, he hits us with the solid anchor of why not? Because it is he, he points our eyes, he takes his hands on our face and he tilts our face back up to him and he has us look at him and he says, fear not child, look at me. It is me, the Lord Almighty. Rest in me. Trust In me, breathe out your fear in the incomprehensible, great God. He is our shield. He is our truth. He is our righteousness. Because of that, we can take up our shield of faith. And remember, as I was telling you that I gave you our, as we were um, sending Cade, our youngest, to the country of Oman to study language. And just here in the last couple weeks, as I was preparing for this faith teaching, the Lord gave another opportunity, as he does over and over, as we are learning something, um, to practice it, as with this virus that is all over. And we were, I was, my heart just, oh, what can I say? It was frozen, fearful. Do we bring him home? My heart quivering, can we get him home? Does he stay there? He's so far out of my reach. And it's a tempting place to stay in that spiral because then the enemy, remember how we talked about, he brings in all the other things because then I'm worried about my other children and and all of where they are. Nobody is close to us. Our closest daughter is in Chicago, but they're still far away. Out of my reach. And after a little while of hyperventilating, (laughs) to be truth, to be in truth, I had to remind myself over and over, not daily, but hour by hour and moment by moment, that those I love are not out of the reach of our great God. His hand is upon them. His light shines upon them. He is sovereign. I can trust in him. That he will not leave those I love alone. Even in this dark place. And as I took myself back to his word. And said it over and over. These verses that it is well with the man, for he will never be shaken verse seven, he will never, he will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast trusting in the Lord, His heart is upheld, he will not fear. He will not fear. Because our heart goes back to trust in what our assurances are and our convictions are. that God is with us. Ladies, fear paralyzes. Fear causes us not to even be able to move. Remember our verse in second Timothy that was in our lesson. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. No. He tells us to fear not because he is with us. But for 2 Timothy, verse 7, um, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Have you found like me, friends, that when I dwell on all I cannot control, fear moves in and my mind is so muddled. And I feel as though I have no power to do anything except get caught up in the downward spiral of fearful thoughts. But when I come to God and confess my need for his wisdom, his truth to flood my mind, I find myself getting back up, straightening my belt of truth, realigning the breastplate of righteousness as I remember that his righteousness covers me, securing on those shoes shoes of peace, of the gospel of peace. Those things cannot be taken from us. Our salvation in Christ, the fact that God is with us, the fact that we are covered from head to toe in the armor of God Almighty. Nothing can take that from us. I am secure and I take up my shield of faith, putting it before me, trusting in the one whose light is upon me, whose light is life to me and in me and whose light is pushing back the darkness in my heart and mind and soul. Ladies, as I see this in my own life, and many of you know, I work at Trader Joe's. And I love it. I I love our crew. I'm grateful for that opportunity. But I see this over and over. The The fear takes away the soundness of our mind and our thinking. I see it in the way that people come into the store fearful and taking so much more than they need. And not not even being able to, to step back and to think, I should leave some for someone else. The fear takes away our sound mind, our ability to think of others. And it just turns the focus and the spotlight on us and on our fearful spiral into darkness. And I see how... How easily it is to be caught up in that. As I'm around it, I start to look around and think, what should I be? Should I be putting something aside? Should I be grabbing some more things? Maybe I don't have enough of this or that. And I have to remind myself, breathe in the truth of God's word. (sighs) Breathe out the fear. Breathe out, Lord, my mind that is not focused on you. Help me breathe in your spirit of a sound mind that you give, your light that pushes back the darkness. And ladies, as we step out, because we are girded in his armor of truth and righteousness and the gospel of peace. and our, we, we can take up, we can hold up our shield of faith. We can have it go before us as we move forward to think of others, to think of ways to bring joy to their life, to remind people that God is with us and he will not leave us. To draw, Lord, it is his kindness. It is God's grace that draws. And in this time of fear, Lord, we pray that your righteousness, your compassion, your graciousness would flow out of us because we are the the women who are holding true we are holding fast, I should say, to what we know to be true about you. Ladies, I pray that you and I will move forward in his light, his mercy, and his compassion, and, and speak to them of the peace of God that comes through Jesus Christ, that they can be right with him, that they can be covered in the righteousness of Jesus that we will bring this to a world that is drowning in darkness. We will bring the great light, the light, the life of men, Jesus Christ. Ladies, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage me. I want to encourage us to keep our eyes on him. The Lord has his picture it with me. He has his hands on your face. He is turning your eyes so that you are looking into his face. And he is saying, I am with you. I love you. He is trustworthy and true. He is always with you. He will never leave you. And he loves you so. So take up your shield and fear not. For the Lord Almighty is with you. Step out on your assurances of what you're hoping for and your conviction of the things that you cannot see, but you know to be true that God is with you. And today, may I pray over you. Lord, we thank you for your word and the truths and your promises and your spirit that gives us your power and your love and a sound mind from you. Remind us that we need your armor minute by minute. We need you for all of our life, every second. Keep us on our knees before you. Our eyes are fixed on you as you keep our faces turned toward you. And as you speak your words of love and peace over us. May your light arise in the darkness for those of us who are faithful and righteous and upright because of what Christ did. Because we are covered in his righteousness and faithfulness. You are the mighty one, the almighty, the sovereign Lord, our light and our life forever. Let us live in you for your glory. Flood us with your peace that it may overflow out of us onto others. Amen, amen.